Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Rich Borer, who is the president of Goodwill Southern New England. Correct. Rich, welcome. Pete. How are you, my friend? Good to see you. It's always great to see you. It's been a while. It ha we, you know, it's, with it's, all this stuff going on, <laughs> you know, I've been a little bit locked down, but not, not too yeah. bad. But What's new? You know, it's been, uh, it's been busy the last few yeah. years, and uh, I forget when the last show that we did. It's been and, a while. But I really appreciate whenever you do have yeah, me. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and absolutely. thank you for always considering yeah, me as a guest. Not a problem. Thanks for fitting, thanks for fitting me in these schedules. Not so a problem. Tell us a little bit about background of Rich Borer, who exactly Rich Borer is, and how he became president of Goodwill Southern New England. Oh, okay. Uh, how far back do you want to go? Um, well, professionally. La la last time I knew, you were also mayor Yes. Of the city of West Haven. Yep. That's, so, um, that's right. Let's start there. My, and just to go back just a little, little bit before that. <laughs> All right. Um, so my family started an ice cream manufacturing company. And I thought for the rest of my life, I would be in the ice cream manufacturing company. My uh, father started Buck's yeah. Ice Cream, right. which is in Milford. And when I was growing up after high school, I went to Rutgers Dairy School because oh. I thought for sure I would be. Uh, right manufacturing ice cream for the rest of my life, which we love doing. Absolutely. Uh, but as things would have it, you know, my, my mom and dad uh, retired. I have eight brothers and sisters. Okay. They sold the company that we were running to American Frozen Foods, which then created opportunity for all eight brothers and sisters that I have ah. to do something else. And some of them continued to work for the new company. Uh, I chose to do something else. There you go. And, I, and uh, as you mentioned, I, I chose to run for mayor. And I was the mayor of West Haven for 14 years. Okay. And uh, that was going great. I really enjoyed it. And West Haven is a very uh, challenged town, yeah. you know, because of uh, the economics of the town. And it was an industrial era uh, city mm -hmm. that had industrial jobs. And our industrial base was like Armstrong Tire Manufacturing, Bear Pharmaceutical. Yeah. Um, but, you know, times are changing. And... Uh, the city uh, couldn't keep up with that. So anyway, right. um, I got a call from Mal Gill, a mutual friend of Absolutely. ours, that asked if I would consider coming to work for, at the time it was Easter Seals Goodwill Industries Rehabilitation Center, Inc. was the name of the company. Right, and, and you guys uh, were in New Haven. They were in New Haven That's and right. I was out of West Haven. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was the best call that I ever got, I have to say that. Uh, I got to go work for a nonprofit, and I got to use whatever abilities you know God gave me right. to help people that had disabilities find employment. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing that now for 16 years. And obviously, you like it. I love it. Yeah. So, so I'm the president. So over the years, it has evolved. Mm -hmm. We're no longer Easter Seals Goodwill Industries Rehabilitation Center Inc. Right. We are now Goodwill of Southern New England. Right. And so we run all of our Goodwill stores in Connecticut that go from uh, Milford up to the Rhode Island line. And mm -hmm. we also merged now more recently, and I think I announced it on your show. Right. That's with right. Rhode Island. Rhode Island, that's right. So we have uh, Rhode Island, the entire state of Rhode Island is part of uh, Goodwill of Southern New England. Oh, nice. And so we've been you know, slowly growing that to make sure that we uh, uh, make a bigger footprint right. for what we want to do, which is ultimately not so much run thrift stores, although that's how we fund mm -hmm. what we do, 
uh, we want to serve more people. Right. And in order to serve more people, uh, without going to the either the state of Connecticut or the state of Rhode Island or the federal government to get money, right. we do it through the generosity and through the business model that Edgar Helms created over a hundred years ago. Whereas, if Pete, your family mm -hmm. is done with stuff, you donate it, right, and then we turn that into our mission. And what is the mission? So our mission is to help people that have barriers to work. Uh -huh whether it's a disability, whether it's an ex-offender, whether mm -hmm. it's a first-generation American, uh, whatever the barrier is that they have towards employment to help them to gain employment. Absolutely. And last time you and I were here together, we talked about the store in Rhode Island. You guys were actually getting ready to open a store in Rhode Island. Yeah, that, that, I'm glad you remembered that because that was very, very interesting because of all of the states, there's goodwill and Goodwill stores in every state on the continental United States. Exactly. But not in Rhode Island. Rhode Island uh, Goodwill mm -hmm. was a workforce development board where they helped people with job training and employment opportunities, but none of it funded through uh, donated goods, what is, we call it donated goods operations. Right. And so we started to get a little bit more aggressive in Rhode Island uh, with our donated goods efforts. Okay. And uh, we opened up um, an attended donation center in Westerly. Mm -hmm. We opened up uh, an attended donation center in Providence. Okay. We have a warehouse in Providence. And we opened up the first store just last year in Warwick, Rhode Island. Um, that uh, it's a 20,000 square foot store. It hires 50 people. Many of them have barriers to work that come to work for us. Mm -hmm. And the store's been doing wonderfully. Stores keeping busy? Yeah, and uh, yeah, we have some uh, really stiff competition because all of uh, Rhode Island has another organization. It's called Savers, and Savers is a for-profit uh, uh, thrift okay. store. And so, you know, we kind of jumped in to kind of go head-to-head right. with uh, that company as a not-for-profit because mm -hmm. we are a not-for-profit. All of the right. proceeds that we get go back to our mission. Right. And so it's been um, received really well. Cool. I have about eight board members that are on my board that are, are from Rhode Island. Okay. You know, so well, we have good representation and uh, it's yeah, just really, really exciting stuff. Absolutely. Now, how are you guys handling the pandemic from, where, from when it first began to where we are now? Yeah, you know, Pete, that has been, that has been a wild ride. Absolutely. And I'm just, you know, talking as you know, somebody who's, you know, a little bit older and somebody that's been, you know, around the ballpark a few times. Right. But when this hit, um, I, I never imagined that I would be going to all of my stores and they would be closed. Yeah. And that uh, everybody would be, you know, home. Right. Or working from home. You know, so we went through a time in 2019, right, where uh, everything was closed. Absolutely. Um, when it first hit, mm -hmm. um, or 2020, right, and then um, everybody you know, worked from home. But one thing that was happening, which was really kind of an amazing phenomenon, was that uh, since people were home, they were kind of cleaning out their houses and yeah. uh, uh, minimizing mm -hmm. materialistic things that they have in their houses. Absolutely, and then. They brought it to Goodwill, so although our stores were closed, we were accepting donations throughout 
Connecticut and Rhode Island, uh -huh. and the donations were coming in really, really fast and furious, and um, which we're thankful for. Yeah. But at the same time, we had to figure out, well, how are we going to do this? Because my my employees, you know, when at first, you know, is it airborne? Is it, you know, touched on the surface right, kind exactly. of a thing? Do you interact with people? But my staff was amazing, uh, especially our store managers. I probably have 20 store managers throughout our, our retail operations. Right. And they were there every day to collect donations, uh, do it in a safe way, process those donations and get it on the floor. And then after being closed for four or five months, obviously our stores were full. Uh, yeah. And then when we did open up, um, you know, uh, we had a lot of really good product and it yep. was priced really right. And a lot of the people that we service through our programs were part of all of that and the benefactors of that. And it went great. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I understand you guys are also, you guys also did the Fantasy of Lights this year. How'd that go? Yeah, so Fantasy of Lights is, I think, our 27th year. Okay. Um, and that's at uh, New Haven Lighthouse Park. Yeah. And last year, uh, during the height of the pandemic, when everything was closed, we had a wonderful year because it was the only place you could really go right. that was safe. You're in your car with the same people that you live with, and you would go through the holiday display. Right. Uh, and so last year was like a banner year, and I know I haven't seen you since, but exactly. we probably had 15,000 cars go through last year. Oh, wow. So it was uh, the best year that we ever had, and people were very generous and very kind. And uh, so this year was not as busy as last year, but better than every other year than last year. Mm -hmm. So we had like 13,000 cars. Right. Yeah. Although we did end kind of on a sour note yeah. because uh, somebody, you know, they chose to rob us. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the New Haven Police Department, fantastic. Yep. You know, it's not like we didn't catch the person, but the person obviously knew our operations. And, yeah. uh, but, you know, now, does every store that you guys operate have different merchandise and different inventory? Yeah. Yeah? And it's like on my way out here to, to here in Westbrook. I was going to say, I we got a store at the up the street. Store. <laughs> we got a and store up the, street. Uh, the Clinton store looks fantastic. And there was like really great product. The store was full. And here we are after a storm. Right, you know? exactly. Uh, yeah. But still, the store was full. A lot of people, a lot of shoppers, uh, a lot of people that we serve are working, you know, in the back and the front of the store. Um, helping to facilitate the operations. So yeah, it's a really heartening, you know, to uh, stop in a store as yes. the CEO and see, you know, mission coming to fruition. Absolutely, absolutely. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys also used to do a coat drive? Yeah, and, and we did that this year too. Did we? Uh, we call it a coat drive. But we, you know, it's not like we um, solicit and try to get coats for people to give us. Right. We have plenty of coats. Right. We have what we call a coat giveaway. Okay. <laughs> so okay. because we have all of the coats, you know, we want to give them away. You know, we do that earlier in the season. So when people, you know, it's just right. starting to get cold. Right. If they know they're going to need coats for their family, sons and daughters, you know, that we give them to them. So we did that this year. We have always done it in concert with the city of New Haven, mm -hmm. uh, WYBC, sure. and uh, the New Haven Firebirds, which is the uh, union, one of the unions okay. in New Haven. Nice. 
And so, but this year, you know, they were kind of shying away because of the COVID regulations. So we did it in our Westville New Haven store. Okay. And we um, loaded up our store with coats that were free for people to come and take if nice. you needed them. Nice. Richard, do you mind sticking around, sticking around oh, for a segment? Can, All right, we'll I be right back. It. We adopted Christopher when he was about eight years old. What are you doing today? He's really an outstanding young man. Presto. Christopher just fits. He's part of our family. So what are you going to do this weekend? Goodwill has given him the opportunity to blossom. We're very proud of him. We can't imagine our life without him. Community TV, your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Rich Borger from Eastern, from Goodwill Industries, Southern New England. Rich, welcome back. Hard to break that, isn't I it? Almost, I almost I said it. I say it all the time, too. <laughs> Easter Seals, Goodwill Industries. But our name is Goodwill of Southern New England. Yes. And we just thought that would encompass all of the things that we do and how we do it. Absolutely. So what are, what are some of the other cool things we do and how we do it, especially during the pandemic. Okay, so, you know, every time I'm on your show, I'm yes. talking about, you know, what we do, you know, how we, uh, how your donation puts people to work. Right. And we talk about that a lot. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about our stores and how they operate. Right. We talk about stores that I've opened up, yep. which are great. And we also talk about shopgoodwill.com. So if any of the viewers That's right. are sitting by a computer right now, I would ask you to go to shopgoodwill.com okay. and put in under the search bar something that you've always looked for at a Goodwill store, and I'm willing to bet you it'll show up. But what we're all about is serving people. Right. And so this year, our mantra has been, you know, we're going to serve more people. And what do we have to do to serve more people? Mm -hmm. And so every time now we open up a store, we put a service area where people can come in and search for jobs. Really? They can talk to a job coach. They can help with resume building, dress for success, mock interviews to help people to find work. Oh, excellent. We're also doing our, our own training programs where because we are material handlers mm -hmm. in what we do, right. you know, and we have warehouses, right. forklifts, mm -hmm. palletized, you know, all that s stuff. Right. And in today's world, you know, Amazon kind of stuff, right. uh -huh. um, warehouse and material handling is really, really important. But people need to be trained to do that. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that we do with our people that have barriers to work or people that have disabilities or other challenges. We help them, if that's a career that they're looking for, to, to do that. And so we've been uh, working on that. And uh, we opened up career centers throughout all of our stores where people can just walk in um, and get, get help that they need to help to find employment. And it's not just about finding a job, but it's about finding a job and a career that you want, right. you know, and to help them to get 
where they want to go. Right. And how easy is it? How easy is what? How, e how easy is it to walk into oh, your store? Oh, it's easy to walk in. Easy to walk in and yeah. find the information that yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, but the challenge is, you know, that it's not just that. Right. You know, you also have to, like, do the follow-through part. Absolutely. With the resume, with the interview process. And we actually have job coaches that will help you find a job. Um, but we want to make sure that we get the right matches for folks, you know, right. like, you know, we don't want to put you in a job and, and no one wants to be in a job that you, you just don't like, right. you know, because, you know, you're not going to have the right attitude and ultimately you'll probably leave, right. which then sours it for the next guy that uh -huh. maybe that was the job that he wants, you know, exactly. So we not only train you on how to get a job and how to do that job and be professional while you're doing the job. But if it's not working out, how to communicate, the, you know, why it's not. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, so it's some challenging, it's some fun. Um, and, you know, I love serving the folks that we do and watching, you know, them as they grow through their careers. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really rewarding. And I'm sure you walk, through, you walk into your stores every once in a while just to spot check to see how things are. And some people know who you are, other people probably don't know who you are. Correct. Okay. I just, that, that just that's got to be pretty fun that to see. That just happened. I, well, especially now I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm walking in. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I was just in the Clinton store. And some of the more tenured folks yep. say, oh, you know, there, here comes Rich, you know. And they're like, well, who's that guy walking around like he owns the joint? You know, which it's I a matter of fact. I, I, don't, I don't own it. <laughs> but, you know, our board of directors, which is right. are all volunteers. Right. You know, and that's one of the things, you know, the misconception that people get with goodwill because they go online and there's this kind of, you know, I hate to use the term, but fake news right. where they say, you know, goodwill is owned by this one person oh. and they talk about a salary that's just out of the, out of the, you yeah. know, out of the universe. Right. And none of that is true. No. You know, so goodwills and just to back up. Yeah. So goodwills, there's 160 goodwills across the country. Okay. Each one of those goodwills, you know, whether it's New York, L.A., you know, Boston, or whether it's, you know, Connecticut. Right. right. Um, they're run by volunteer board of directors. So mm -hmm. in my case, I have 21 people that are on my board of directors, mm -hmm. and they have the fiduciary responsibility of overseeing me and the entire operation. They're not paid. Right. They're volunteers, and they're usually folks that support the mission and love what we do of helping people. Yeah. And our business model kind of makes it easy, because easier, right. because we don't have to ask people for money. I don't have to say, Pete, could you write us a check to help? You know, exactly. all I would say is, Pete, when you're done with your stuff, don't drop it off. Drop it off. Exactly. You know, which is a great business model, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. It, it makes it fun. And uh, so, when kids grow out of skates, you right. know, there's a new generation that'll, that'll, you know, play hockey on those skates, oh, you know, yeah, when yeah. kids grow out of skiing equipment, when kids, uh, children, of course, right. you know, baby clothes and grow out of their clothes or families relocate or just downsize, right. you know, it gives us the opportunity to give a bargain to somebody else. Absolutely. They're happy. And then it also creates a job for the person that put it on the shelf that accepted the donation and that cast you out. These are all people that we're serving. Absolutely. Now, good segue. 
Pete Mazzetti walks in to the back door of Goodwill in Clinton, mm -hmm. drops off a bag of donated items that he no longer wants to do, he's cleaning out his closet, leaves it by the back door. Mm -hmm. Where does it go from there? Okay, so the first thing it does, it goes into what we call a Gaylord, which is a big cardboard box yep. on a pallet. And then that is then with a hand truck brought into the back room to start to be processed. Ah. And I'm glad you asked that. That's a yeah. really good question. Yeah, I see. You so like the first thing we do is we deconstruct that donation. So, you know, so it's like the reverse of a manufacturing process. It's yep. we deconstruct. Sure. Now in the plastic bag that you donated, we feel the bag, there's shoes, there's a book, there's some yep. clothes. You open it up and we start to separate everything. And that's where the uh -huh. magic starts to happen. Uh -huh. So the shoes you donated will go into a big area for shoes. The books will go into the books. Okay. The jewelry will go in with the jewelry and the textiles right. will go in with textiles. So you'll sort everything. Right. Everything gotcha. gets sorted. Okay. And now after everything gets sorted mm -hmm. or while things are getting sorted, there are people with expertise in all of those things, categories, that then look at those shoes and, you know, are they, you know, Clark shoes or Dolce Garbana or whatever right. the shoes might be? Yeah. You know, they price them and they put them on the shelf to be a Sold. good steward of that donation. Gotcha. And uh, if it's a picture, you know, if it's just a print of dogs playing cards, right. or if it's something, you know, <laughs> right, something that's really popular, you know, it'll be priced appropriately, right, but still be the best deal you can get. Absolutely. You know, based on that, or textiles. You know, what's the quality of the textile? Is it something that you bought? You know, at Walmart, or is this something that you bought at a quality shop? Right. You know, and then those will all get priced appropriately and then brought out to the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is uh, the back room. Okay. Where we deconstruct that donation that okay. Pete made okay. is where the magic happens. Actually. Exactly. It's not so much the front of the house. No, it's, it's the, the back, back of the, of the house. house. Right. And you guys accept donations pretty much year round. Oh yeah, year round, you know, and we pretty much accept anything. We can't take anything like a mattress because of, you know, the state yeah. of Connecticut regulations mm -hmm. with regards to that. And we can't take um, any of the old transistor TVs. Those have been identified as hazardous waste. So unfortunately we can't do that. Yep. And there's some other items like car seats and stuff like that, that uh, the, uh, the government won't allow us to accept because they might have been older, right. you know, and they're not as child safe and exactly. stuff like that. So that stuff we would just kind of recycle and break down to the, uh, anything that we don't sell in the store, yep. just so you know, sure. you know, uh, we break it down. So okay. if it's a lamp and we can't sell the lamp, the copper from the wire gets yep. put into one area, the glass from the globe goes yep. into one area, the brass from the lamp goes into another area, and all of that. So you break it down. We break it, it down. And then we sell that to uh, scrap dealers. Oh, cool! And then that also helps fund our mission. Oh, cool! I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I did not yeah. know that. So we we want to be good stewards, and we don't want to throw stuff away. We don't want it to go in a landfill. No. So we break it down to the bare basics of what it is, and try to recapture the value. Absolutely, absolutely. Now. How did you get? Obviously, with the impending nor'easter this past weekend, you guys were probably closed on. We were closed on Saturday, on Saturday, which was weird for me because, as you know, <laughs> right. as you know, you know, with my previous job, right. you know, as the mayor, ah, uh, yeah, um, and but this was in the '90s, right? Weathermen weren't so accurate in the '90s. I mm, should just say. exactly. You know, I would get a call like at five o'clock in the morning and say we're going to close school, 
and uh, yeah. and we would close school because you know the snow was starting right. and you would see it. <laughs> now it is the day before, sometimes two days before. Right. We know the storm is coming because they've been far more accurate on right. their weather forecasting. Right. We know the storm is coming, so we say well, we're going to have to close on right. Saturday, and we notify everybody so they can plan. Exactly. Yeah. And you guys different, opened, different. opened on Sunday? Yeah, we opened right up on Sunday. Now, are all your stores operational the same hours? Yes. Pretty much? Yes. What are they? Oh, good question. <laughs> you like that? You got me there. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so we open up 9 in the morning, and we close at 7. Okay. Pretty much okay. Uh, this time of year. Right. And then uh, during uh, the summertime, we'll go from 9 until 9. Okay. But for this time of year, it gets dark and it gets quiet, and we don't really get the sales later in the day. No, 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 absolutely not. But if people want more information on Goodwill Southern New England, where can they go? I understand mm. that there's a website. Yeah, goodwillofsouthernnewengland.org. Okay. Please uh, contact us. Feel free to call me. Can I give my phone number? Go for it. 203-777-2000, extension 1261 is my phone. Call me directly if you have anything you'd like to share or if you are a customer or you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Uh, we really love what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, our, our Goodwill agency is about a $35 million annual agency. Mm -hmm. We have about 600 employees. Okay. And every one of those 600 employees loves what they're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. One of these days, Net, before you come on again, I want to do the walkthrough in Clinton with you one of these. Oh, that'd be great, especially I, if we could like televise it. We could can, do that. You, yeah. We could. We Mobile could do, cam. Thing. Yeah, we could do that. I can, <laughs> I can grab. I can grab some camera. And, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, I think. I, I would think, love that. I think. I think that because would, then your viewers will really see not right. just me talking. Exactly. I probably am not the best at communicating no, it. No, we, we can. My shoot. clients exactly. and the people we serve and the people that shop can communicate our mission. Far better than me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Rich Bork from Goodwill Southern New England. We're about out of time. Thanks oh. for coming down. We'll, we'll see you again fast. soon. Pete, it's always a pleasure. See Sorry I haven't friend. seen you. Yeah, I know. Going on. We'll, have to, we'll have to make up for it. But we're back. You got it. On behalf of Rich Bork, I'm Pete Thank Mazzetti. You. Thanks. Good night, and we'll see you next time.